Welcome back, everyone, to the Beef Up Front Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle. Joining alongside Kevin Cannon again for our weekly show, NFL Big Five Games of the Week, uh, the Week 17 edition. But it's a special show as we have a lot of games uh, that are important this week that will determine who's going to be going to the playoffs. As we added that seventh playoff team this year in the NFL, uh, there'll be a lot more games in Week 17 now that, are, uh, that mean something. Uh, so we have nine games this week that we'll break down. Everyone will impact the playoff race. Uh, welcome back to the show, Kevin. And how are you doing? Good. I'm looking forward to running through all these important games. All right. The so now now that it's week 17, Kevin and I are have identical records for our picks this year, uh, straight up at 48 and 32. And then with Tanner Herb's locks of the week, he's 37 and 45. He said he's going to make a late season push to get the 500. But we will start uh, in Buffalo, where the 10 and 5 Dolphins go to the Bills, who are 12 and 3, uh, for a one o'clock kickoff on CBS. Uh, not sure how much the Bills are favored by at the moment, but the Dolphins, the, we'll run through all the playoff scenarios each game as well. Uh, the Dolphins win and they're in, uh, or if any team loses out of the Ravens, the Browns, or the Colts, uh, they're in as well. Uh, Bills are locked in as AFC East champs, and they will be playing. If they win this one and the Steelers – if they win this, they're the two seed. If they lose and the Steelers lose, they're the two seed as well. So uh, what are your thoughts on this game, Kevin? I got the Bills winning a close game, 27, Dolphins 24. The Bills don't have as much to uh, lose or win compared to the Dolphins this week, but they are playing extreme, extremely well. And I think it's worth noting that uh, Tua is – slated to be the starter this week over Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think the Dolphins would be better off starting uh, Ryan's fit, Ryan Fitzpatrick because under Tua, he hasn't shown great ability to like be uh, dynamic and put a ton of points up on the board. And I think the Bills are rolling and finding their groove at the right time and are just going to keep rolling into the playoffs. So I'm taking them this week. Yeah, the line in this one is one and a half. So I would expect uh, the, the Bills in this one to be like more of like a five or six point favorite. But I think Vegas thinks that the Bills might maybe rest some guys in the second half, uh, evidence of only being one-and-a-half point favorites. I like the Bills to win as well, though. 31-26, uh, like you were saying, Kevin, they're one of the hottest teams in the league, uh, and they need this win to get the two seed. Uh, if they lose, as I said earlier, and the Steelers win, then the Steelers get it. Uh, but this will be a great test for Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs against a great secondary uh, led by Xavier Howard and Byron Jones in this matchup as they prepare for the playoffs. Uh, the Dolphins have been a tough team all year and have just refused to go away, uh, despite being less talented than a lot of their opponents. Uh, they had some great luck last week against the Raiders. They probably should have lost that game. Uh, I think their bad luck catches up to them here. As long as the Bills play the starters uh, the whole game, I think they win this one uh, by five points. Our next matchup is the Ravens at 10-5, and five, probably the hottest team next to the Bills in the NFL right now. At the Bengals, who are 4-10-1, this is another 1 o'clock kickoff on CBS. The Ravens are an 11.5-point favorite. Uh, They're also in a win-and-in scenario. Or if they lose to the Bengals here, they get in with a Browns loss or a Colts loss. Uh, Thoughts here, Kevin? I got the Ravens winning 31, Bengals 17. Lamar's playing at a really high level as of recently, and a win would get them into the playoffs here. Uh, The Ravens' defense, I think, will have a pretty solid day against a very lackluster 
Bengals offensive line. And the Ravens is, are 7-1 and one against teams under 500. They haven't always proven uh, to be able to beat the good and great teams, but they always take care of teams that they're better than and should win. And I think J.K. Dobbins has been coming alive as of recently and has given the Ravens a, a run dimension that they had last year and have kind of been missing this year. So I'm taking the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens here as well, 38-20. I saw earlier this week, the Ravens actually have the best point differential in the league at plus 130. Uh, I think that's because of what you were saying, how they really take care of these bad teams, and the Bengals are another one. Uh, Lamar is playing his best ball. Looks just like he did last year in his MVP season. Uh, As you said, J.K. Dobbins has been playing really well, and Gus Edwards has played really well as well, uh, making a nice one-two punch there in the backfield. Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews have picked up their game, and the defense has been slowly improving. Uh, the Bengals have been playing well recently and won two in a row, so I don't think they'll roll over, but I think by, by the end of the day, the Ravens will have uh, a pretty big advantage over them and, and uh, take this away at the end and win 38-20. to 20. Uh, So the Ravens go to the playoffs. Uh, next game, the Steelers sitting at 12-3. and three. Uh, sitting Big Ben, maybe some other guys might rest as well this week. Uh, go to the Browns, who are 10-5 and five for another 1 o'clock CBS kickoff. Uh, Browns are a 6.5-point favorite. They are also in a win-and-in situation uh, where they can make it with it. Indy as well as Titans loss combined with a win from Indy, Baltimore, or Miami. Uh, so out of all the scenarios, they if they don't win, they need the second most help. Uh, but thoughts on this matchup, Kevin? I think the Browns are going to win this one, 27, Steelers 17. I think the Browns are going to win this because they have so much to play for, and the Steelers really don't. Big Ben's also sit in, and the offense of the Steelers has trouble uh, getting going and rolling at a lot of points this year, and I don't think it's going to look any better under Mason Rudolph than it does under future Hall of Famer Big Ben. And the Browns will look to run the ball and allow Baker to get in a nice rhythm against a Steelers defense that's a little bit banged up and might be resting some players. So I think the Browns will uh, take care of business this weekend. I'm right there with you. I got the Browns 23, Steelers 21. I would have picked the Steelers if Big Ben was playing, just like he did last week in the second half, where he looked like maybe the best quarterback in the NFL last weekend. Uh, But the offense should take a big step back here with Mason Rudolph starting like we saw they, they did last year. Uh, I think Baker's going to struggle in this game. Uh, He hasn't played well in the big moments so far in his Browns career. Uh, We will see if the the receivers that missed last week, including Jarvis Landry, uh, come back off the COVID list. But I think the Browns are going to run it 40-plus times here, do what they've done all season with that winning formula of just consistently running the football, and they find a way to make the playoffs for uh, the first time in uh, this decade at least. Uh, Next matchup. Cowboys six and nine at the Giants, who are five and ten. Uh, this is a one p.m. kickoff on Fox. Uh, Cowboys are coming in as a six and a half point favorite. Uh, the winner of this game will win the NFC East if Washington loses the night game to Philadelphia. Uh, loser is eliminated from playoff contention. So, winner of this game will be sitting around, sitting around rooting for Washington on Sunday night. Uh, thoughts on this matchup, Kevin? I got the Cowboys winning twenty-four, Giants seventeen. I hate to say this, but I think the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. Andy Dalton is a more more than um, capable quarterback, especially with all the weapons he has on the outside in that great trio with uh, Gallup, CD, and Amari. And then, of course, you still have Zeke in the backfield. 
who can run over anyone in the NFL. The Giants have not been able to score more than 20 points in their last five games, and the wheels have kind of fallen off, fallen off of their wagon a little bit from their nice midseason run. And I think the Cowboys are playing a lot better now that Andy Dalton's back. So uh, give me the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys by seven here as well, 27-20. So they cover that six and a half. Uh, they've been playing really well recently. Uh, Andy Dalton in that offense is in a rhythm, as we saw last week against Philadelphia. Uh, Zeke got going last week as well, which was big for them uh, with 100-plus yards. Uh, I like the Cowboys to spread out the Giants' defense here and get their pl- the ball to their playmakers in space uh, on those slant goes like they did last week against Philly. Uh, the Giants' offense has really fell apart down the stretch. Uh, so give me the Cowboys with a win here and a potential chance at the NFC t- East title, depending on the Sunday game, Sunday night game. Uh, next matchup, we move to the 4 o'clock window. Jags at 1-14, and 14, locked into the number one pick. Uh, we'll go t- to Indianapolis to play the 10-5 and five Colts, who some were saying were maybe the second or third best team in the AFC. Now they're on the outside looking in. Uh, 425 kickoff here on CBS. Uh, Colts are a 14-point favorite. Uh, the Colts clinched the AFC South division with a win and a Titans loss, or they can just clinch a playoff berth with a win and need either the Ravens, Titans, Browns, or Dolphins to lose. So uh, if they don't win, they need the most help. Uh, but what are your thoughts here, Kevin? I think the Colts are going to win 27, Jags 14. The Colts will uh, defeat the future owners of Trevor Lawrence, and the Jags are, I think, pretty happy about that and will be happy with losing this, even though it won't, they already have that first uh, overall pick locked up. But the Colts kind of fell apart last week in the second half against the Steelers. In the first half, they showed what they're capable of, and Phillip Rivers can absolutely pick apart this lackluster Jags team. And the Colts' defense is also a pr- pretty solid unit that will be able to limit whoever's starting for the Jags, whether it's Mike Lennon or, or uh, Gardner Minshew. I'm rolling here with the Colts as well, uh, looking to avenge that that week one loss that against the Jaguars that could really come back to haunt them. I, but I like the Colts here, 31 to 10. Uh, Jags will be going all out. Uh, there's going to be young guys playing for jobs out there. Uh, they're going to just try and play spoiler because they're already locked into that number one pick. So it's not like if they win, uh, it'll set the franchise back. They're locked in. They're going to have a bunch of young guys out there playing hard. Uh, so I think they'll, they'll hang tough in this one, but the Colts will pull away late for a 21 point win. Uh, I'm worried that that second half collapse so against the Steelers could carry over to this game for the Colts and potentially keep them out of the playoffs. Uh, Colts know what's at stake in this one, though, and they're the much better team. Uh, so I think they win and keep their playoff hopes alive for the moment. Uh, next game, Titans at 10-5 and five, uh, go to Houston to play the 4-11 Texans for a 4-25 kickoff on CBS. Uh, Titans clinch. The AFC South with a win or a Colts loss, uh, so they're another win and in team. Uh, or they clinch a playoff berth in the wild card with a win or a Baltimore loss, Indianapolis loss, or a Miami loss. I got the Titans winning 24, Texans 17. The Titans did not look uh, great last week against the Aaron Rodgers-led Packers, but fortunately for the Titans, the Texans are not the Packers. And I think Derrick Henry will have a big day as a whole, as will the whole Titans offense. The Texans defense is not good, and the only reason I think this game will seem competitive is because of Deshaun Watson, and I think it just sucks for Deshaun Watson that he doesn't have a better team around him, but uh, give me the Titans here. I'm rolling with the Titans as well here. Uh, they come in to this one as a 7.5-point favorite. I think they win by 11. 
I got them 38 to 27 over the Texans. Uh, the high is a high scoring affair here. I love the over to hit. Uh, the Titans defense isn't very good as we've seen throughout the year and especially on Sunday night against the Packers. Uh, Deshaun Watson is still starting uh, despite getting banged up last week and not really having much to play for with the season almost over. Uh, but he should be able to throw the ball around the yard against this bad Titans defense. Uh, and this is a must win for the Titans who win the division. Uh, with a W. I think Derrick Henry rushes for 150-plus. They ride him uh, into the playoffs. And the Tannehill uh, and A.J. Brown duo also has a day here against a really poor Texans defense. A uh, few more games left. We got the Packers now at 12-3. and Going to our Bears at 8-7, and Kevin, with a chance to go to the playoffs. Uh, this is a 425 kickoff on Fox. Uh, and the Bears actually somehow, some way, clinch a playoff spot with a win over the Packers or if the Cardinals lose to the Rams. So I'm going to take the pack here, 30, Bears, 24. The Bears have proved me wrong multiple times this year, but I still won't pick them, especially against Aaron Rodgers and company. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are just playing out of this world at this point. Uh, those two alone can beat most teams. But then, as you saw last week, if they get a run game going with the uh, duo of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, the Packers offense is almost unstoppable. Trubisky, I think, could have a decent day against an average Packers defense, but it just won't be enough to match up against the Packers' offensive firepower. I agree with you here. Again, we're, we're all the sim, uh, same pick so far. I'm rolling with the Packers 35-31 over the Bears. Uh, even though all the hate and negative negativity we've given them this year, uh, got to give the Bears and Trubisky some respect. They've played really well recently. Over 30 points in four straight games. Uh, they've won three straight, and now they're in a win and in scenario. Uh, but the Packers need to win for the one seed, and they really want to get that one seed. So teams are going to have to come up to Lambeau Field and play them in the cold. Uh, and they're not going to want to let a division rival get in. Uh, other than Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams might be the best receiver in the NFL this year. Uh, and they added A.J. Dillon in the backfield last week. Uh, for the first time, he was a second-round pick, and that last week was the first time he got major work uh, alongside Aaron Jones. I expect them to be a really nice running duo as we approach the playoffs. Uh, I expect this to be a high-scoring, tight divisional battle, but I'm going to take the better quarterback here. So give me Aaron Rodgers over Mitch Trubisky and the Packers, 35-31 uh, to 31 over the Bears. Now here is where uh, we get a little bit different. Uh, Cardinals at 8-7. and seven. We'll be playing at the Rams, who are 9-6. and six. Uh, Kyler Murray in this one might is, is questionable, but he said he's going to play. Uh, will be interesting to see what looks like coming off an injury. Uh, but the Rams clinched with a, with a win or a Bears loss, and the Cardinals uh, earn a win and in scenario. But uh, what are your thoughts on this matchup, Kevin? I got the Cardinals winning 24, Rams 21. Uh, no Jared Goff for the Rams, I think, just equals no win. Kyler and their Cardinals offense have been uh, very stale of late, and Kyler's had that injured shoulder, and now he has something wrong with his leg. So he's a little hobbled, but I think uh, he'll do enough with the ball to get the W. The Rams defense is a really good unit, but will miss Goff on the offensive side of the ball greatly. The Rams will also likely miss Cooper Cup their wide receiver due to COVID and more could be added to that list. So that's something to pay attention to as well. But I like the Cardinals to uh, take this one. Yeah. Cardinals come in here as a three point favorite. 
worthy of that due to, you know, as you said, Jared Goff being out. But and they've been a, the Cardinals have been a team I've picked all year, and I think I thought they were really good and could make some noise in the playoffs potentially. But they've really uh, sputtered down the stretch. Uh, I'm actually gonna pick the Rams here, thirty to or twenty to seventeen over the Cardinals. Uh, I think this is gonna be a really ugly game. Kyler's hasn't looked good recently. Uh, that injury is really bothering him, I think. And now, as you said, with the couple with the leg injury, his mobility will be limited, uh, and the Cardinals' offense might struggle. Uh, I think the Rams are just going to find a way to win an ugly game here. Uh, just like I said about the Browns earlier, they're going to try to run their way to the playoffs, and the Rams have a much better defense than the Cardinals. They're well-suited to play this low-scoring game. Uh, even though McVay or Goff's out, I think McVay is going to simplify the game plan here and uh, try and get their playmakers the ball in space. Uh, they might be able to get Cam Akers back to pair with Malcolm Brown in the backfield. Uh, as I said, their defense is very good. Jalen Ramsey will be able to cover DeAndre Hopkins and hopefully limit the Cardinals' uh, passing attack that can be dynamic at times. Uh, John Wolford will be starting at quarterback for the Rams. Uh, an unknown guy, really, but he threw 29 touchdowns his senior year in the ACC playing for Wake Forest, so he's used to playing good competition on a big stage. Uh, we'll be interesting to see how he does, but I'm going to roll with the Rams here, 20-17 to 17 over the Cardinals. Uh, That'll put the Rams in the playoffs. Uh, and then our last game that we will be covering uh, over the regular season is the Washington football team at 6-9, and nine, going to the Eagles, who are 4-10-1 now. Uh, this is an 8-20 kickoff on NBC Sunday Night Football. As we said earlier, Washington clinches uh, playoff berth with a win. If they lose, they're out. But Washington comes in currently as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I got the uh, Eagles with the little up home upset. 27 Washington 24 I think this is just the most Eagles game ever they'll win a meaningless game that can create more confusion in their organization and drop their draft pick next year the Washington team has had a lot of off the field issues this past week with the Wayne Haskins and are getting Alex Smith back from injury so we're not exactly sure what he's going to look like and I think the Eagles will win for no other reason than they shouldn't Ron Rivera, the uh, Washington head coach, has shown that he is the man to turn the football team around, though. And I think they're off to a really good uh, start under him. And Doug Peterson, I think, will be back next year. This is not his last game, and I think he deserves to be back next year. But I'm not so sure about Howie Roseman. I'm going to roll with Washington here. 27-20 over the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are going to be in that spoiler role here. But I think Washington wins this game in the NFC East. Uh, not going to be sh not sure who's going to be playing quarterback in this one. Uh, I don't believe Jalen Hurts has been named the starter this week yet. So maybe there's a chance uh, Nate Sudfeld plays or Carson Wentz, uh, as Hurts did get a bit banged up last week. And, we, and we're unsure about Alex Smith this week. Uh, signs are pointing to that he'll play, but if not, it'll be Taylor Heineke. Uh, I expect, though, a Hurts versus Smith matchup in this one. Uh, could this be the last game of the Peterson era is, is a big question. A lot of people will be paying attention to that in this one. Uh, I think he's coming back and he's going to try and play some of the younger guys and see what he has potentially for next year as this roster is going to be a, a total do-over, I believe. Uh, but I think the crazy story of the Washington football team comes full circle with all they've been through this year uh, with Alex Smith coming back, Ron Rivera, uh, the Dwayne Haskins stuff, changing their name to the football team. Just a crazy year. I think it comes full circle for them and they win the NFC's crown during the last game of the season uh, and send that winner of the Cowboys versus Giants game packing.
So, with that being said, uh, all these matchups, Kevin and I, uh, playoff field after week 17, I have uh, the Washington football team winning the East, the Packers winning the North, uh, the Saints winning the South, the Seahawks winning the West, uh, the Bucks winning uh, one of the wild card spots, the Cardinals the other, another wild card spot, and the Rams. So in the NFC, the teams that get let out that we discussed were the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Bears. Uh, AFC, I have the Bills in the East, Steelers in the North, Titans in the South, Chiefs in the West, Ravens wild card, Browns wild card, Colts wild card. So the Dolphins are the odd team out. Uh, what do you have here, Kevin? I think for the NFC, we have every team the same except coming out of the East. I have the Cowboys, then the North, I have the Packers, the South, I have the Saints, the West, the Seahawks, and then the three wildcard teams I have are the Bucks, Rams, and Cardinals. And then on the AFC side, coming out of the East there, I have the Bills, the North is the Steelers, the South, the Titans, the West is the Chiefs, and then the three wildcard teams I have the Ravens, Browns, and Colts, which are the same as yours as well. Yeah, so the Dolphins are the odd team out uh, in the AFC wild card for both of us. And we both have the or the, the Bears missing as well. But uh, for one last time for the regular season, we have Tanner Herb's locks of the week. Uh, he says, first off, it's been a fun year, and I'm happy to be a consistent contributor for Beef Up Front. Look forward to what is in store for the show in 2021. Thank you, Tanner. Uh, the Cowboys... He says, went on a 31-point tear against the Eagles Sunday, which is why they will have no problem with the Giants Sunday. I'm going to take them minus three uh, favorites in New York and to win the NFC East. It pains me so much, but the Cowboys will win this atrocious division fair and square with the Red Pistol. Uh, the Giants have been some somehow very bad as of late, and I don't expect them to find a random burst of energy in Week 17. Cowboys minus three. He says, a one-and-a-half-point line for the Bills and Dolphins is very suspicious. Uh, the Bills are fighting for seeding at home against a hot-weather team, and this line doesn't quite make sense, even though the Dolphins are playing for a playoff spot, too. I'm going to take the Bills, who are playing like real contenders, minus one and a half, out of uh, what I am going to call reverse skepticism. I don't think they'll lose this game. Bills minus one and a half in the over of 44 and a half. Uh, Seahawks, for the third lock, travel down to San Francisco's five and a half point favorites. We're going to take the 49ers, he says. They stuffed the 49ers last week, and we'll keep – this one close as well. Uh, he, he he met the Rams in that one. Uh, even though the Seahawks still have a shot at the one seed, I can see a slip back into reality from what I am still not convinced is a super caliber te- Super Bowl caliber team. Uh, the return of George Kittle along with Beathard playing well, I can see another 49er upset here, but at least a closer game than five and a half. 49ers plus five and a half. Uh, he says, I'm going to play the pick, pick them with, what is going to be the weirdest game of the season if there's two unknown QBs fighting for playoff spots in the Rams versus Arizona? Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals at plus one and a half. Uh, the Rams have fallen apart, and even though I'm not sure Tanner says how they look like a slightly better version of the Eagles, uh, they show lack of heart in big moments. They're sloppy play too often, and their uniforms are disgustingly ugly. Uh, Arizona, on the other hand, did look bad last week, but I expect them to get back into shape for a big uh, game and a win. Arizona plus one and a half, under 46 and a half. And his last one is Sunday night. We had the Eagles at home versus Washington. And, of course, we bet on the Eagles plus one and a half. We are eliminated from playoff contention. So, of course, with draft positioning in the cards, we will win. I did it three weeks ago. I'd do it again here. The Eagles won a nonsense game for no reason, and the city lights on fire. Eagles plus one and a half and over 42 and a half. 
and then he threw in two college football picks for uh, for New Year's Day. Bama minus nineteen and a half, and OSU plus seven and a half. Thoughts on these games, Kevin? The uh, Cowboys game, we've had a, a couple different lines mentioned throughout the show already, and I'm looking now on DraftKings right now, and they have them at minus one and a half, and I think the Cowboys will definitely cover that against the Giants. I like Tanner's pick of the Bills minus one and a half against the Dolphins. I'm not a big fan of the 49ers plus six against the Seahawks. I think the 49ers have just had way too many injuries and just way too much to deal with this year. I don't think they're going to be able to cover six against the Seahawks. Uh, I like the Cardinals minus two and a half against the Rams, and I also like his reasoning and his pick, um, the Eagles plus one and a half against the football team. Yeah, the only one I like out of these picks actually is the uh, the Bills minus one and a half. I also like Cowboys minus three. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to lose. I think the Seahawks will win that game and by at least a touchdown. And then the uh, Arizona game, I got the Rams winning. But uh, so I like I like two of those picks. I could see some of them going the other way, but that's my thoughts on this. Uh, Thanks again, Kevin, for coming on and everyone for tuning in. Tanner, for your picks as well. Uh, the last Beef Up Front episode of 2020. It, it's been a, a fun time getting this thing started. Uh, here's to a better 2021. 20, Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, any last second comments, Kev? Uh, just Happy New Year to everyone else. Hopefully 2021 is better. All right. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. And we will talk to you guys uh, next week for the playoffs.